0: Oh, 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 happy holidays. Okay, that was lame. But you know what's not lame? Nurturing your physical, mental, and emotional health throughout the holiday season. You heard me right. You don't have to wait until January 1st to build habits that make you feel your best. I'm all for setting goals and being intentional, but New Year's resolutions have way too much hype and honestly rarely stick around. In my opinion, it's equally important to nurture your body and spirit during this time of year, which is why I invite you to participate in my personalized habit challenge, You Do You 82, or it's baby sister challenge, You Do You 32. They're both totally free and anyone can start anytime. In each of these challenges, you'll choose six habits to intentionally build or break through the lens of progress over perfection. During a season where you're busy thinking about what to gift everyone else, I invite you to give yourself the gift of health and intentionality in whatever that means for you. Go ahead and check out youdou82.com or click the links in today's show notes to get started.
1: But now I can see and preach to other women that it's all happening. And whether you call it faith or trust or whatever you want to call it. Just trust that your dreams can come true. Just don't give up. Just keep going. One tiny baby step at a time. Just keep going because it, it, it is happening for you.
0: Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Alright, friends, welcome back to Gather and Growth. Today I'm so excited to share with you someone who has become not only like a trusted business advisor, but just an incredible friend. I'm not even I think that you reached out to me and just said, Hi, we have a lot in common, we should talk. And that's how we became friends. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean let's let's be honest. I was stalking you on Instagram. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and you also had
1: a habit tracker. I'm like, should I, should I reach out? Should I reach out? And then I did.
0: We've been besties ever since, right? Yeah, the rest is history. So, yeah. welcome to the show, Hillary Richards. I'm so excited you are here.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Excited to record our conversations,
0: our weekly chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, we didn't even need to set up a time. We should have just recorded like one of our our weekly catch ups. Hillary is someone that I have been meeting with weekly alongside Coach Kaya since, what do we decide, April? Yeah. In preparation for some events that we hosted actually the same week. So we'll get into that later. But first of all, if someone is just now getting to know you, can you please tell them a little bit more about who you are, what you do, where you're from, and how you got to today? So my name Hillary Richards. I'm
1: the founder of a movement called the She Can Club. I think that I'm going to start by going all the way back to best explain what the She Can Club is. So basically, I worked in corporate for 14 years. I had everything that the American dream told me I should have. Um, I had an MBA and a high-paying salary or dream home or perfect family of four. And at 30 years old, we were basically set to live happily ever after. I, I highlight the word should because that's what everyone told me I should have in my life. But every moment of every day, the back of my mind was preoccupied with this message of like, I'm made for more. I would Mm -hmm. go home from my job and cry to my husband say, I'm made for more. There's something more for me out there. Um, And honestly, like he was the only one I had to talk to and he got tired of (laughs) hearing that. So uh, he told me to get a business coach or a therapist. And um, it was just, it was exhausting, but I didn't know what the definition of more was. I just knew. It, I was made for more. So in in hindsight, I call that the shitty should cycle now, where I was just stuck on this cycle of shoulds, and I was doing everything everyone told me I should do. I should work longer hours. I should, you know, be this kind of mom. I should have this kind of house. Just I was just stuck on that shitty should cycle. And I am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just felt shitty. You know, like I had everything, but I just didn't.
0: I just didn't feel good about it. Um, And I think on, on top of that, like not feeling good about it. I think a lot of women who experience something similar also then internalize a bunch of shame around it of like, here I am with this perfect life, quote unquote, I've worked so hard for, I'm living out my career that I have everything I ever wanted and more. Like, why do I still feel not right? And I know for me, like I felt so like almost the shame ate at me more than the like, the feeling of like, I should be doing something else. Yeah,
1: definitely. Like, I felt like nothing was good enough for me. And how is that even possible when I could, I'm so much more fortunate than so many people. And I still, it just wasn't, I don't know. Shame is a great word for that. Because if if you know, you know, but if you don't, you can look at me and say like, why is she so spoiled? Why is this like, what more could she possibly need? But if you know, Mm -hmm. you know, deep down that you're made for more especially because I was working very male dominated industries and just was not my life's work. And although I was good at my job, I just felt stuck. So let's fast forward to the pandemic March, whatever day the world shut down, I was freed from the shitty should cycle. And I got to come home with my kids. I don't even know how old they were, two and four at the time and be a stay at home mom, which I thought I always wanted. Turns out that's a really, really, really hard job. Um, But more, more importantly, it allowed me to become an entrepreneur, and Mm. so I was able to do some freelance marketing and choose my own work hours. And I was like, okay, that's this is it. This is my dream life. I'm working on my own time, and I got to play with my kids. And like, what more could I ask for? But still, I made more. I made for more. That soundtrack was just in the back of my mind. A year later, my stepdad got diagnosed with cancer, and he died 58 days later. And Wow. My world stopped like we had had a hard year, but everything time stopped. I stopped. I was paralyzed by that. And I was just like, how how did that even happen? How can someone be so alive one day and then just the next day just gone? Just mm. it It was earth shattering to me. And so at his funeral, you know, as they're talking about what a great person he was in his service and all the good deeds he had, he did for everybody you know, at church and just in life and everything, no one talked about his job or about how much money he made. And so at the funeral, I just, I couldn't get the thought of, am I living for my resume or for my eulogy out of my head? Like, why do I care so much about making money? Why do I care so much about building out my LinkedIn profile or my virtual assistant website? Like why? What's its purpose? What's my purpose? So basically when he died in May of 2021, and I had the realization that no amount of money could save his life. It hit me of like, what am I doing? I don't basically I banned myself from making money. This is this this life mm-hmm. is not about how much money is in my bank account. And I just really sat with what am I doing with my life? Who am I serving? Why am I doing this? How can I make a difference while I'm still on this earth? And I sat with those questions for months. And you know me, I come up with a hundred business ideas a day. And so I literally banned myself from my I think through July of like, no more business ideas. You're not following through on anything. You're just sitting with yourself in silence, and you're gonna figure out what's what's next. And of course, that I made for more soundtrack kept playing in the back of my mind. So, that kind of takes us to the journey of one day silently sitting with myself. It hit me that everything I had accomplished in my life and my career up until that point made me uniquely qualified to empower women to take action on following their own dreams, and so I. Became determined to plant a seed in every single um, woman in in my local county. I'm focused on my local county, which is Sonoma County, California. So I want to plant a seed in every woman that she can do anything she could possibly dream of, and I just feel like that's my message. Is just my I think my Instagram bio says, um, "Smothering you with support until you believe in yourself," because I just want to grab them by the shoulder and say, "You can do anything," and. um mm-hmm. So with that goal in mind, I set out to create this mission to create a safe space for women to come together and just go deep with themselves, with each other, deeper than they normally would with their friends. You know, we have very surface level conversations with the other moms on this playground at the park or, you know, whatever we do. But I wanted to create the safe space that I now call the She Can Club. My goal is, I want everyone to cry. I want them to feel their feelings and I want to have these deep conversations. And I want you to be crying by the time you're done with me. Um, and so anyway, so She Can Club is the fastest growing female um, empowerment movement in Sonoma County now. And I reach women through multiple different ways. I'm trying to create different opportunities for them to find themselves or for me to be able to plant the seed inside of their hearts. And so we've done vision board parties, support groups, psychic meeting, group readings, aerobics classes. I really try to focus on the mind, body, spirit pillars to reach them in a way that best fits, you know, however they, what's meant for them to be touched by. And so most recently we did a massive girls night out party at the, called You Glow Girl. And it was over 150 women from our local county I brought in an author who is my personal idol. Her name is Alison Faulkner. She wrote a book called You're Already Awesome. And I reached out to her on Instagram. and She came to the party and did a keynote speech. And there was crying. There was tears, which is always my goal. And there was movement. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now is just kind of pop-up events to touch women in different ways, touch their hearts and make them realize that they're capable of anything that they could dream of.
0: I don't think you're fully describing how awesome this party was like Hillary. (laughs) I think every, every female business owner within, I don't even know what kind of radius because where you live is very different than where I live, but it, I don't know that there was anyone that you are connected to that wasn't somehow involved in putting this together. And I think that's such a testament to the light that radiates from you and the the heart you have to really serve and bring people together and show them what's possible, not only within themselves, but in coming together for a common cause.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a dream come true. Um, I think the vision was in my brain In my speech. I said, thanks for coming. I know you guys have no idea what you got yourselves into, but <laughs> it was just this vision that I had to bring, you know, all those women together. I really focused on getting female-owned businesses in the room as vendors, different photo booths and glitter tattoos, it was all black light. And yeah, it was it was quite a project. We had some epic swag bags from all different local businesses. <laughs> and now I'm addicted to that. So,
0: <laughs> so for the women that you bring together or that you you work with, whether just in conversations, or attending an event, or even just on one-on-one visits with you. Like, what is the impact? I was—I want to say ramifications, but I think that is like <laughs> a negative connotation. <laughs> but what, like, what is the impact of bringing these types of women together and then helping them believe in what's possible for themselves?
1: Yeah. So. My friends, I'm kind of known as the girl who takes you to Applebee's and sits you down in a booth for six hours on end, and we just talk through your ideas. And what I've learned is I did it to one girl, I do it to the next one, and the next one, and it becomes like the, it spreads. And everyone starts looking around, like, wow, if she could do it, I could do it. And wow, well, what if I just like try this or dabble in this? And I mean, my community, they've started some very legitimate full-time businesses now, just from starting that conversation. And, um, I sign off my emails is never forget how wildly capable you are. And I think it's just takes one person to believe in them or to convince them that just try what's the worst that could happen. Actually, no, what's the best that could happen. I made some stickers that said that because like, what's the best that can happen if you just try, there's so many good things that could come out of it, but sometimes these women just need an extra boost of confidence or to know that there's someone on their side to support them, to brainstorm with them. And so that's kind of the impact, not ramification, but the impact of this community <laughs> is building together. Um, and from, you know, from this community, I've introduced women to each other. And so there's book clubs starting up or hiking groups starting up and and just different, even just a friendship. You know, so so many women are just I don't know, whether it's lonely or, or trapped or, you know, whatever it feels like to them. And they just, they just need someone to talk to. And honestly, that alone could make a huge difference for women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know one thing that, that we talk about often is just like how big of a difference it makes to surround yourself with the right people or to be, um, to intentionally put yourself in a community that's focused on growth and, and support and like genuinely helping each other further along the journey and just how big of a difference it can make in the belief in yourself and getting you from where you are to where you want to be. Can you speak into just how powerful it is to intentionally surround yourself with women who want to see you win?
1: That's super important in my community is we all want to see each other win. There's a, you know, the phrase community over competition in our local community. We have a lot of uh, female entrepreneurs and there's a lot of people doing the same thing as other people. And this party really showed me like that community over competition is possible. And for example, we had one of my vendors had to back out last minute and she called all of her competition to try to fill her spot for me. And that was just so touching to me because she could have easily said like, oh, I don't want that person that girl to get the credit for this party and you know but she came through for me and and I just think that supporting each other it only lifts us up higher we can learn from each other and there's enough to go around
0: Mm.
1: also I wanted to touch on just because someone else is doing something that doesn't mean you have to do it and so I'm going to tie this back to meeting with you and Kai every week since April you guys were my community, you know, before all of the She Can Club stuff really took off. It's like you you two were who I looked up to as part of like the women that supported me. And I was like, oh, I want to do what they want to do, right? Like I <laughs> i want to do podcasts and, and retreats and masterminds and stuff. But I just think that it's important to do what you feel called to do. And if it doesn't feel right, my gut I I know there's different with human design, there's different ways we know what the right, (laughs) right path we're on. But my gut is like a hard yes, or like, eh. and if you ever feel eh, about something, don't do it. And I, I truly believe in, I mean, I'm a big fan of quitting, because that means you can move on to something better, quicker. So just quit if it doesn't feel good. And that's what I empower my community to do. Like if, I don't know. For example, there's someone that was doing a 75 day hard and she's like, I just don't, I don't want to do it. I was like, quit. Like don't suffer through something just because you feel like you should, because you've been posting on on Instagram for the last 57 days. It's okay. We still love you. you. You're You're still capable of doing hard things, but this just doesn't serve you. So I think just having a community that's unconditional support and unconditional love that lifts you up, no matter which path you take, is super important.
0: Mm-hmm. And like you said, for that also being flexible with that to change, because mm-hmm. I remember like that realization where you're like, I actually don't really want to speak. Like, I want to, you know, put on these types of things, or I actually like, I don't know if I want to host a retreat, maybe someday, but that's not what I feel called to right now. And so I remember several moments this year where you had like reiterated what building she can club or building your platform looked like and I love so much that you gave yourself permission to change through that cuz so often especially when we're taking a big leap from one career to another or we decide to start do something like we feel this this tie to it cuz it's it's what we were called to in the moment and i think that as we evolve, the direction we're meant to go also shifts and changes and evolves. And I love how much you've modeled that, not only for me, but for your community this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have definitely evolved many times throughout my entrepreneurial journey, whether it's wooden signs or virtual assistant or marketing, or, you know, now it's throwing massive parties for women in <laughs> Sonoma County. Um, <laughs> it has evolved quite a lot over the years, but people keep showing up for me and that i'm beyond thankful for that
0: i would say people keep showing up for you because you're continuously showing up for them which is so cool that you are walking in your calling in this season to really come from a heart of service there's something about bringing people together that feels magical There's an intangible energy that comes from having a like-minded, passionate community together in one space. We are truly made to be together. Whether as an MC, workshop host, or keynote speaker, my goal is to make your attendees feel seen, included, and ready to take action on their big dreams. I am now booking my 2023 speaking calendar. Click the link in the show notes or hop on over to emilyrushell.com to learn more and book me for your upcoming conference, meeting, or retreat.
1: I'm really trying to be intentional with She Can Club as I don't call it a business. I call it a movement because I actually plan to turn it into a nonprofit, hopefully here soon, where it's it's all of us. It's not just me. I happen to be the one that's at the front right now because I'm doing all the work behind mm-hmm. the scenes. but. I'm growing a movement that I want everyone to be involved in. So I think that's how I'm creating this community and why it's everyone feels so, I mean, I post an event and I'm getting multiple messages, like, how can I donate to help you with this? And it's just, people took off work on the day of the party just to show up for me to help decorate. And it's just, it's just like a full community event, which is beyond amazing for me.
0: It's incredible. And I think that kind of ties into, I remember specifically, I don't even remember what it was, but you made a post on Instagram and I don't know if you remember this or if I'd let you forget <laughs> just about how so often in business or in life in general, jealousy can come about um, when we see someone doing something that we wish that we were doing um, and how that feeling then can be reframed a totally different way to actually serve us and to serve them. I would love if you could speak into that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, my mom always takes credit for my confidence because she sent me to like a, I don't know, a hypnotist when I was little, which is like so, so random, but I guess they hypnotized me into being confident. So she always takes credit for that. But from that, I say, I truly don't get jealous of people. I could say like, Oh, like, Oh, I'm so jealous. But like, it's, I'm happy for you. And instead Mm -hmm. of being jealous of someone jealous with envy and and negative energy, it's more uh, motivating to me. Like, okay, she just got that new Tesla. I'm Oh, I'm jealous. I want a new Tesla. And then that motivates me. Like, what can I do for myself to get that? I'm happy for her, but now I'm just motivated by her. I look up to her now. And so instead of having, instead of letting jealousy stop you in your tracks or, oh, she's already doing it. I can't do it. Like I'm jealous she thought of the idea first. Use that as a way of being empowered to do something. If she can do it, you can do it. There's no reason why you can't also do it. Um, there's plenty to go around. And just the positive energy is a really big deal to me. So if you have negative energy, negative things will come t- to you. I believe mm. that. And so I'm just, truly get empowered and inspired by women who have done what I want to do or who have quote more than I do, which I just feel like we are all in the exact right moment as we should be in our lives. And so it will come, but now just act on that feeling to take action. Like what's the first step you can do to take action toward also achieving that dream?
0: Mm. Yeah, I think it's in Mel Robbins's book The High Five Habit. She talks about how like when we have those pangs of jealousy, like to sit and acknowledge and let it be an arrow to guide us through like what about that is what I'm actually envying? Is it the status? Is it the money? Is it the physical item? Is it the accomplishment? Is it the whatever it may be, and like actually pinpoint what is it that I'm seeing that's creating this pang of jealousy and reframing it, like you said, of like, oh, well, if she has that, then I can too. And what steps do I need to take in my life to get closer to now this guidepost, whether it is something, a financial goal, or whether it is a specific accomplishment that, like you said, we can use that as inspiration and motivation and drive versus this like ugly self-loathing or even outward hateful feeling
1: yeah definitely and you know with Mel Robbins or Rachel Hollis or all those people who have gone gotten their big stage like they were just you at one point like there's no reason why you or anybody Mm -hmm. listening to this can't do what they did it takes time it doesn't happen overnight but there's no reason why and none any of us can't do what we want to do so yeah I just one step at a time you know Put your UDU82, take one step every single day toward that bigger dream, and it will happen. (laughs) It will, it has to happen. If you don't, if you're on the right path, it's meant to happen for you. If you're not on the right path, you will figure that out. And it's okay to quit. And it's okay to pivot. But if it's meant to happen, if that's your true calling, it's going to happen for you.
0: Yeah. And like you said, like, is it's going back to your backstory of like, are you living your life with intentionality, are you doing what feels right in this moment? Or is it time to make some changes? Like when you are aligned with your purpose or, you know, tapping into your potential and the gifts that you have, it flows. And so are you stuck in this, um, as Hillary says, the shitty should cycle of doing things because you feel like you should be doing them or at one point they were meant for you? Or are you, Living life with intentionality, whether it is for career or personal or your health or whatnot, of just continuously asking yourself, like, what do I actually want?
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Remember how I mentioned my husband? Say, get a therapist or a business coach. I chose business coach in that moment, and you know, I thought, like, oh, I'll just literally, I'll pay someone five hundred dollars for a thirty-minute session, and he'll tell me everything I need to know, and he'll set my path, and he'll he'll help me figure this out. And it just didn't feel good every single session. And it wasn't him. It just, that just wasn't the answer I needed. And um, it's because it would, that was his idea for what my life should look like. And then I switched to another business coach. It's like, no, I need to figure out, like, you need to figure out your why, not just what your coach's why is and what they can teach you. And don't look outward for the answers, but like, what's your true why, like write down a list of, I mean, my list was very much, I want to own my own time. That was one of the things that kept repeating in my head because for so many years I was tied to PTO and, and late schedules at work. And I mean, it's been two and a half years, almost, almost three years And I'm still just this past week for Thanksgiving break, my husband's a teacher and I was able to spend the entire week with my whole family. And I used to, you know, get so envious of him being able to have the kids all summer. And I'm, and I'm just, I'm still in shock that this is my reality. Now it's, it's an extreme sense of gratitude and it's something that I never thought that I was going to actually be able to do. I was a breadwinner um, for my family And that was always my why. My why was I want to own my own time. But back then, I didn't think it was even possible. I was like, there's no possible way that we can actually figure this out. And through lots of different attempts at entrepreneurship and that whole back story, it ended up working out. And it definitely is not the path that my super expensive business coaches told me to take. And uh, I just I listened to myself and figured out what's my purpose and what's my why. And I just followed that.
0: I was going to ask you, um, what is like one piece of advice that you would love to tell every woman who would take a second to listen? And I feel like that was it. But if there's something else to add, like, I know that right now you're really pouring into um, your local community. And it's been so beautiful to watch that unfold. But I know there's like a deeper rooted calling for you to really impact women well beyond California. So what yeah. is it what is like the one thing that you would love someone to hear today? It's all happening.
1: It's all happening exactly how it's meant to happen and that's really hard to hear especially if you're in your lowest moments or if your life doesn't look like what you thought it would look like right now. But I tr- now that I'm on the other side of it and I truly know that I'm living out my passion, I never ever thought I was actually going to get to this point. Like I've still like I said overwhelmed with gratitude and like shock that I'm at this point right now. But now I can see and preach to other women that it's all happening. And whether you call it faith or trust or whatever you want to call it, just trust that your dreams can come true. Just don't give up. Just keep going one tiny baby step at a time. Just keep going because it, it, it is happening for you. So that's one of my biggest, just like take someone, shake them by the shoulders, like just don't give up on yourself. Like, what are you living for? You know, what? Why were you put on this earth? Follow that. Tell what? What does your gut tell you right now? That's what you're meant to do. And for as long as that feels good for you, keep doing that.
0: Yeah. Ugh, oh, I love that so much. Okay, so if someone listening wants to get in touch with you and hear more about the She Can Club, where would you like to send them?
1: Yeah. Um. So She Can Club on Instagram, just at She Can Club you can check out my website, shecanclub.com. Everything, Facebook, She can Club. I have a local group. My goal someday is to for my nonprofit, She Can Club, to grow into different, what do we call them, chapters? I don't know what to call them. But yeah. I want to pop up the She Can mm-hmm. Club groups all over the country is one of my big goals that I'll manifest here on this podcast right now. So.
0: I think this is the perfect place to manifest it. <laughs>
1: there'll be a she can club group in your county and you guys can build the community out as this movement for me.
0: I was going to say the, the type of women who listen to this podcast are the type of women who are listening to this. Like I could totally create that where I live. And if you are hearing this, you need to get in touch with Hillary because she will, she'll hook you up. She would love to walk you through what it looks like to build a she can club right where you are. I'm going to manifest that for you that someone Thank from you. this podcast is going to hear this and be like, I-, I need that. We need to create that.
1: <laughs> I'm working on the framework so I can just hand it
0: over. And it's good. When Hillary says she's working on the framework, like she actually has an entire, like her entire Canva is built out with everything you could possibly ever need. And she'll email it to you in one click. Mind blown. <laughs> This girl is mind-blowing. She's like, oh, you need a business plan? I got you. Oh, you need a PowerPoint? It's already made. Oh, you you have a workshop to plan? Here, I have 12. <laughs> <laughs> but those, weren't, those workshops weren't meant for me. <laughs> if it's not made, she'll have it ready for you tomorrow morning. She's like, I've been thinking about starting a podcast. I think I'll record one later. Like, this girl gets stuff done. It's oh, yeah, incredible. I have a
1: podcast. She can, Club Podcast. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll record another episode here soon
0: but that's that's the thing is like Hillary you just fully embody like let it be easy like I am not gonna overcomplicate this anymore I'm not gonna do anything because I have to like what feels good and what I know is gonna serve me like you are the epitome of trusting your intuition and leaning in and it all freaking working which is why I'm so grateful to know you
1: thank you I'm learning that now to trust my intuition. I never, when I was on the other side of this, I didn't understand that concept. So that's what I want to just preach to people. It's it's happening. Just trust, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. All right. One final question, Hillary, what does personal growth mean to you? Okay. So
1: personal growth to me, I'll tell you what it has meant to me lately is, I guess we could call it spiritual growth of Mm -hmm. the whole concept of manifesting and, I never, I used to cringe at that term and think it wasn't real. (laughs) I'm like, what do you guys, what do you business coaches talk about manifesting? But personal growth means, yeah, to me, it's pushing myself out of my comfort zone, doing the hard things, whether I feel totally confident about it or not. And Mm -hmm. um, and the trust in manifesting it, that helps me know that everything's working out exactly how it's meant to work out. So I keep saying trust. Like it's just one of one of the biggest personal growth things that I have done is just sat with things and like let them come to me, and I'm not forcing anything. Mm. And that is like huge growth for me because I used to just force everything and be super anxious. Like why isn't this happening? I need to make this happen. And so one of the biggest ways I have personally grown is just trusting that everything is happening
0: at exactly the right time. Mm, I love that so much. Well, Hillary, thank you so much for blessing us with your knowledge, your expertise, and your passion today. I am so grateful to know you and to have been inspired by you. And I have no doubt that bringing more super passionate women your way will only make the world a better place.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate you so much.
0: Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushall over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.